Hey, happy spring equinox. Happy Astara, depending on what you what you follow or whatever. But for me today is Astara. It is the celebrating that the world is getting warmer, celebrating the abundance and life that is going to be given to the world. And so that is pretty much how I'm feeling today, that buzzing of yay, baby animals everywhere, blossoms, life, breeze, that feeling, spring cleaning, like that's how I'm feeling. So I hope that everybody who's listening to this is on the same vibration as me today and if you're not then maybe come back because <laughs> I'm just really happy I love spring as soon as it's spring I just open the windows and I just let as much air into my life as possible I love it my mum's always been the same as well we even had this discussion I was like maybe it's time now that the heating went down so yep bring it on I love it I've just failed at making a TikTok recipe where you get a load of um Werther's originals and you put them in a saucepan and you put the butter with them and then you melt them all down and then you're supposed to put the popcorn kernels in and then it will all pop off and you've got your ready-made sauce but mine went black then I had to spend 20 minutes scrubbing a pan so not for me I just made regular popcorn I'm gonna melt the things to put it on the top but I'm not ever gonna do that again (laughs) but you know what you don't know if you try you really don't know if you try so I did a reading today to take us to the next equinox and I thought that I would share what I read So I used my animal totem deck, which is something I really, really connect to with my shamanism. So um, yeah, let's get to it. So firstly, I drew Stag Spirit. Um, This card is very much about stepping into your own. It's basically asking us to take the lead in a situation. Don't fall back at all. If you feel that you can add more to a situation, sometimes it's the easier, isn't it, to let others speak for us but on this occasion just do not don't let others make any decisions for you if you know you're right just 100% be headstrong and go for it next card was porcupine spirit which is time for beginner mind so in this situation or at the present just remember that there is always time to reset if you need to start afresh you start afresh um there is no remaining in a situation if you don't want to be. Um, it's up to you, my darling, to simply just press that button and start anew. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes we get used to things, how they are when they're not serving us. But, you know, you have one life to lead. So you reset as many times as you need to reset. It's as simple as that. The last card I got, we got Armadillo Spirit. And just going backwards a little bit, just remember that you are your own maker which actually ties in really well to this next card which is about setting your own boundaries one of the great things about self-care and maintaining a healthy relationship with yourself and other people is making sure that your boundaries are firm and you're not afraid to set them if someone is pushing you you absolutely have the right to just stand firm and say i don't like that i don't want that that's not good for me that's not healthy for me and be unashamedly yourself with this and be unapologetic about it that's the um feeling i'm getting from this reading today so i hope that that helps you 
it helps me just reaffirm yep do what I'm doing (laughs) um and I hope that you've had a really good day so yeah let's move in swiftly on to part two reading resonated with you a little bit I know it was very quick I might do a much longer one um in the coming weeks maybe at the weekend we'll see so it's a beautiful day today it's such a beautiful day it's now Sunday so I recorded that reading on obviously Saturday so now Sunday um I couldn't finish my podcast because I'd finished and then I heard my husband running down the stairs and then we ended up watching something on Netflix and <laughs> and he's a fiend for episodes if he has if a series like comes on and he's enjoying it he will just smash it all he's a total binger so I had to force him to go to bed before episode four really got started <laughs> but it's nice it's just nice to spend time with people really it's just really nice just to relax with those that you love and I know that at some point lockdown will be finished so I'm just so grateful and appreciative of what's going on now I'm always really concerned about how I treat Ray because in in previous relationships I was the person that did all the cooking cleaning didn't matter how many hours I've worked I was expected to cook clean work out everything and I had no time to myself like none and so he does the washing in he puts the recycling out and he's, he's so good he's so good he'll just grab my plate and just go and wash it up even though we have a dishwasher it's terrible like that and I'm like put it in a dishwasher says my mum but he's just and I, I said to him yesterday do you feel like I take the piss out of you because in deep down in although I'm no longer with the people in my past deep down I still have a little bit of guilt that I'm not doing all the things that I was doing because that's what I was doing and he was like are you mad (laughs) you do work you work so much and blah 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 I was like okay 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 but I guess that's just my love for him I just want him to never resent me and never feel like I'm making him do anything and it gets you like that doesn't it I'm in this phase where I'm just, I say now, but it's its always like this. Like, I just look at him and I adore him. And he's always like, what? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm just looking at you. I think when you've come from a really bad place, you really, really appreciate things. And I'm not necessarily sure that if we had met a long time ago, I would have appreciated him as much. Maybe not. Not that I've been an unappreciative person. Not like that. It's just... Probably we just wouldn't have. But everything... Every little thing he does. Every time he smiles. Just appreciate him. You know, it's not easy as well because... I've got polycystic ovaries and... We don't have children. I'm about to embark on this massive... Ayurvedic lifestyle to be fair it's been slowly creeping in for 
a, a good solid year but now I'm like full-on headstrong this is what I'm eating this is what I'm going to do this is what I'm taking to see if it could really help at all one of the things that I've been reading so I've, I, I'm one of those people that I really study things before I do something sometimes if it's the, something important like this I'll just study 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 until I know that it's exactly how exactly what I should be doing so I, go, I went into some studies about PCOS and um, modern medicine focuses on the symptoms Ayurveda focuses on the origins of the disease and I looked at this study and they like got a bunch of people and over time they'd given it and they did literally they, they were taking this five grams of this and whatever blah, for two weeks and then they moved them on to this other thing and so I've got that saved in my, my bookmarks and I sent it to my sister too and it is really interesting like the approach is completely different so you know it's like you start right at the beginning trying to work out what your dosha is um but I'm just following what they've done for multiple people with PCOS to see if it will work. So I'm going through all of that just to make myself healthier, not necessarily just about children. But let's just see what happens. Um, the lovely quote by Alice Walker, expect nothing, live frugally on surprise. I just appreciate every day that this man is with me, regardless of what happens. And I used to feel really, really guilty at first about, you know, when he was, when we were falling in love and when he proposed to me. And I said to him several times, I've said, are you sure? Because I don't want you to get disappointed. And he's adamant, no, Jade, this is us for life. That's it. I just hope that he still feels like that in years to come. I don't hope, I know he will, but I just feel like I'm taking an opportunity from him sometimes. I guess that's just one of the things that comes with having this kind of life, you know. I don't know how I've kept myself on straight and that. I've, to be honest with you, I haven't some points in my life that I know that I've stopped caring about myself because I think what use am I if I can't procreate what use what is the point but I come to realize that it's how I am helping other people and although I might not be a mum I'm a wife I'm a niece um, I am a niece, <laughs> I'm an auntie, and I'm a sister, and a daughter, and to all of those other people, I'm something. And that, to me, is it just, it helps. It helps. I, I did used to think at one point, like, why won't, why won't God, or the Creator, or whoever, whatever you call that entity, or that energy, why can't I be lucky like everybody else? And maybe, and I, I used to really, really, really kind of almost, you know, it did eat me up for a while. 
felt useless. But every every time somebody tells me that I've helped them, I don't. And every time I see my nieces and nephews, I feel amazing. So let's just see what happens in life. There's that whole school of thought that um, we choose this life. That we, before we come back, we make that, we see our lives. We have a selection of lives and we choose that one that we need to experience. The one that we, you know, maybe we haven't lived as a mixed race person so we decide to do that maybe we haven't been childless before so we decided to do that maybe we haven't um maybe we haven't been gay before or all of these things and there's a school of thought that before we come back that's what we choose i mean it's up to you what you think i'm a, i'm a believer in reincarnation 100 um and there have been so many studies or um, accounts where people have relived past lives accurately little children have come back and said no my my name used to be this and I used to live there and then have gone back and their birthmark has been the side of the the side of the body that they've been killed and all these all these things that for me make sense so that's what I believe Um, to get into the soul aspect thing is a bit more confusing for people because it is really it's it's big actually you know the idea that well actually you haven't just got one soulmate you actually have something like 15 soulmates because you are number 16 and they can be anybody they're all crawling around the earth and sometimes they come back to help you deal with karmic lessons and oh it's, it's so much that is out there to learn and obviously there were some people that just don't believe this at all I used to tell people before I was even reading up on much that hell is here you know when people say you're going to go to hell but we are here and hell is what you make it you make your own hell as well and you could just see how people would be baffled I can, I can. I remember one time when I was doing. It's, this is really strange, actually. I was about eighteen, and I said to an old boyfriend, I had like a little boyfriend, and um, I think I said to him about, and it was really strange because I'd never read anything about this, but now I remember saying this to him, and now I still remember saying this to him, and now as in, on my spiritual path, it just makes a lot more sense. So, um, I said to him. Well, you know, you choose your, you 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 die, and then depending on how you have lived, depends on the life that you have next. And he was like, "What?" And it, like, <laughs> and I was really saying, like, really going into it, and he was just like, "What the? F-? Like, that's not true." I said, "Are you sure about that?" And he was like, "No, no, I don't know what you've been reading." And it's funny that now. I know it's kind of a bit like that. How did I know that when I was 18? How did I even come out of that? Actually, I know how I came out of that because I'm clairaudient. So I was trying to explain this to my husband yesterday about being clairaudient because we're talking about how do we know when we're getting messages. And I said, sometimes you just need to open your eyes. Sometimes you just need to see. 
when you don't think you are getting anything, any connection from spirit, it's there, you're just not looking, or you're looking in the wrong place. So I said this to him, and I was talking about and about channeling and how pe- different people channel, and he was like, how do I know I'm ch- when I'm doing that? And I was like, well, okay, take it from me. I didn't know that when I was channeling, I didn't. And then it occurred to me that sometimes I would say things that were, they just come out, just blurt them out. And I think, where has that come from? And then I'd forget about it. And it was usually when I'm talking to somebody, usually I'll say something and it makes sense to them. And then I wander about on my day, completely forgetting I've spoken to them. And then they turn around to me in the future and say, Jay, do you remember when you said this to me? Well, this, this is what happened. And this is how it affected me. And then I'm like, mind blown. Word. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember that. Did I really say that? And so, yeah, that's um, how clairaudience works. But that's only how it works for me. Um, how it works for other people. I mean, obviously, it's not just talking for me. Um, singing, um, like hearing as well. That sounds crazy, I know, but that's how it is. And as I've become more aware of my um, the way that I channel, I was going to say gifts, but everybody has the gift. Everybody. Um, but yeah, but the more I've become aware of it, the better I've become at you know, just identifying when things are happening, also paying attention to numbers, all of that sort of stuff. I keep seeing one one everywhere at the moment, so that's a good sign, but I just keep seeing it, and I just want to know what the hell is going on. (laughs) What the hell is going on? Um, I meant to talk about karma today. I actually did mean to talk about karma. That's what I was going to talk about. So should I talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. So I never used to believe in karma. Honestly, I'm not joking. Um, I didn't, as in, I thought it was that kind of thing. I say, yeah, I think it, I thought it was that kind of thing of, you know, immediate. Like a lot of people think, oh, you know, you do this, so this is going to happen to you next. And that's what I thought. Like it's coming back to you. Um, which is not untrue, not at all, but um, is not largely true. The reason I say that is because karma is not just for now. So, you know, when you say, oh, don't do that because this will happen to you, or this will happen to them, or you say that to people, karma is the terrifying thing is that it's not about this life it is a it is to some degree but some of the karmic things that you do can go on for lifetimes mic drop it's true and that is a scary thing because obviously you come into this life not knowing what you've been doing in the last life and that is the problem so it's it's really well, yeah, that is, it's just that's the problem, isn't it? You don't know what your karmic lessons are. You don't know what you've been doing. And that's the scary thing. Because, you know, we're going, we're bumbling along in this world. And we don't know until we start remembering. Um, you can get regressed as well. That helps. And you can get, you can, if somebody accesses your Akashic Records, they can do that. I am not an Akashic Records 
read it at all so don't ask me about that but you can um so so until you do that then you run through life and you're unaware and then you sort of come along and then you go oh my god and depending on where you live because obviously people that are born in in hindu societies more and buddhist societies more are more aware of these things so in the west we're bumbling along and then one day you're like oh karma and then you learn about it and then you're like shocked what the hell have i been doing but it's okay because that's in itself could be the lesson you know this appreciation for being better from well before you're able to be better um and i never used to believe in i used to think it was just like that like just simple karma and then i had this terrible boss he was he is still still has a company they always do um managing director electrical company shafts everybody and when i say shaft i really do mean it he will underpay he when people leave i remember this guy he'd done so much overtime one of the engineers and he um went to leave which is his right his human being it's his life and his wages would he just had a baby and his wages were docked hundreds i think 500 after all the overtime he'd done as well it was shocking and that's how this guy carries on and he is the epitome of horrible he will bully people i remember him bullying he bullied me at work he would lock the door and sit in your office and just go at you and you wouldn't even know why so yeah this guy is a total votes tory doesn't care about his roots it's very nouveau riche it's absolute nightmare that guy used to have i remember watching him literally making me count and cry and nothing i could do nothing about it this guy shouts at people he is aggressive abusive um he calls you into meetings and the meeting will actually have no reason you'll just sit there for maybe half an hour or 40 minutes of your time while he's ranting on and then he'll ask why he didn't do something it's just totally just a nightmare and it's not a nightmare in a fun way anyway i thought that this guy i thought karma's never gonna get this guy in i've seen this guy's i remember one time i had to send something to myself from his laptop this guy is married and he's got kids and um i typed my name in and another name someone else with my name came up who was a like a cool girl in up north i thought what the fuck has this guy been doing i literally quickly sent myself what i needed to send it because he told me to and then i just shut the laptop i was like i'm not interested this guy is corrupt as fuck oh the less i talk about him as a person the better because at some point his name will just come out of my mouth and knowing him he's the type of person if he hears my podcast and hears it's about him he will just try and sue he's like that so anyway let's carry on i thought this person would have i thought this person literally would never be touched i thought i don't know what it is why is it the most corrupt people just never seem to get touched what what is this i mean you look at our present uk government you just you know the 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 sleaze is high and i'm if i didn't know any better now i would be thinking the same like why is it that these people just just not touched by anything i just don't get it and then one day i saw 
online um, on the local newspaper that on this really long road, so there's a really, really long road in Northampton and it connects an area called Far Cotton to the dual carriageway. And it's just, a, you know, it's got houses around it. It's a normal speed limit. I think it changes further up when you get closer to the dual carriageway. And um, he lives on this road and his he's always parking his car in space that's opposite end of the road opposite side of the road sorry and it's in a really ambiguous space it's not an illegal space but why would you park there because he's kind of like a target you know that's but he obviously parks his really expensive cars there and no one around him parks their cars there because they probably just see what I see which is an accident spot and that, remember that I said that. Keep that in your head. Anyway, sometimes you know, sometimes people like just like to show off, don't they? So there you go. And I was reading, and this car had gone up that road. A car had gone up that road, smashed into an oncoming traffic, and it somehow landed up on the roof of this expensive car, this hundred k Tesla. And then I looked at the comments. And at the time, the penny hadn't dropped yet, so I was looking at the comments. And I could see the view of the road that they were, the pictures where this, this was taken and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it didn't even drop. And then I saw in the comments, this guy. Does anybody know this guy? He's got no tax or insurance. Now, if you've been living in the UK, if somebody bashes into you, he's not insured, you are... You can't claim. You're stuck. And you can go through the legal process, but it's you're really stuck. And this is exactly it was his Tesla that got the roof got landed on. It was his car. And when I shared so I shared the story and I had so many different engineers message me, Jade, please tell me this is his car. I said it is. And um that was the first time no it was the second because obviously something else had happened to him which I'm not going to talk about on here and um, that I heard about but that was when it actually dawned on me that is karma that really was karma being played out in front of everybody because it could have he could have in front of this car or behind his car where he parks there's so much space and there's a car park, there's a, a park, sorry. So of all the things it could have landed on, it could have missed his car and gone into a tree, easily, easily. But it landed on his car, which is the only one on that side of the road, in that space, because there's no other cars in that space. Mind blown. That is karma at work. And the reason I'm telling that story is because I know that sometimes it seems like the universe isn't really playing things out the way it should be played out. But trust me, it it will do. It might not happen in this life, actually. Or it might happen in the most sadistic way. People think, you know, Jimmy Savile's an awful human being. He was an awful human being. And it seems like he got away with everything because he died, and then it all found, it all came out what he was doing to people. 
But did he get away with everything? And how do we know that his next life? He's got some serious karmic debts to pay. Serious karmic debts. You know, that's going to take lifetimes. Maybe all of his lifetimes to pay. And people from his soul group may have to come and help him out. Like, this is the way it is. So, on that note, if you're listening to me and you're thinking, Jade, apart from what, you know, a reminder that karma plays out, why are you telling me this? And the reason is because every day I get up and I try and make sure that I do my best to the point where my conscience is clear. And if you can do your best every day, literally your best, try and monitor your inner monologue, monitor your outer monologue, because what you say is also really, really fucking important, not just your actions. And just live your best life. Do what though do what thou will but harm none and I promise you that if you do get 100k of Tesla it's not going to get totaled like his did (laughs) but that's all you've got to do so on that note I'm going to go I might record a meditation this week or next week I'm not really sure I'm going to try and find some music to do it over because you can do that as well Anyway, take care of yourselves. I hope that you are enjoying this weather. Get planting. You reap what you sow, so plant some shit. Grow some things. Tend to life in whatever way you can. Peace and love.